0: Welcome to the Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories get your day started. I'm your host Danielle Kirsch and today I'm joined by my co-host Sean Hooley. What news do we have today, Sean?
1: Today we'll discuss a fundraising round for a company developing a bladder cancer treatment, more surgical robotic collaborations for Think Surgical, more progress for yet another pulse field ablation system. Hundreds of millions of dollars raised for a heart failure therapy and a major win for Abbott as an FDA advisory committee voted on its Triclip technology.
0: So it sounds like we have a lot of cardiology news today. What's the first news story that we should know?
1: Well, the first news story is that Vessi Medical raised $16.5 million for its cryotherapy technology that treats bladder cancer. The company considers this funding round a major show of confidence in its technology.
0: So what is this technology?
1: So VESI develops its cryotherapy technology to treat non-muscle invasive bladder cancer. It could provide a therapeutic alternative to transurethral resection of bladder tumors, which is the current first-line therapy. It's a bladder-specific proprietary cryotherapy that the company believes could significantly improve patients' quality of life, and it's already been successfully used in a first-in-human study.
0: Can you tell us a little more about the funding?
1: Well, while the company didn't technically listen to intended use of proceeds, there were some sort of suggestions of what it could go toward. A live managing general partner, one of the participators in the funding round, Rafi Bayer, said that the funding allows Vessi's team to focus on executing its clinical and regulatory plan and efficiently achieve value-creating milestones. Founder and CEO A.L. Kachavi called the funding, particularly the participation of an unnamed global strategic investor a huge show of confidence, and said the funding will expand R&D capabilities, clinical studies in Israel and the U.S., and regulatory clearance, enabling the company to achieve its goal of bringing the treatment to bladder cancer patients and physicians to reduce side effects, improve patient outcomes, and lower healthcare costs.
0: And now we have some more surgical robotics news from a company we, I feel like we just talked about them.
1: We did only a couple days ago. So Think Surgical entered into multiple surgical robot collaborations. It's the second and third collaboration of this exact type that Think Surgical has actually announced this week alone.
0: What are the details of these collaborations?
1: So the company inked new collaborations with Max Orthopedics and b one Orthocorp over the past two days. These deals come just days after the company announced a partnership with Waldemar Link on the same front. So in the collaboration with Max, Think Surgical plans to add Max's implants to its T-Mini miniature surgical robot system, bringing the Max Freedom Knee System for total knee arthroplasty and the B1 Mobio total system from B1 to the Think Surgical ID Hub, same as with the Waldemar Link partnership. And the ID Hub serves as a proprietary database of implant modules for use with the T-Mini. It already includes five implant systems, and the company wants to continue expanding so that surgeons have a choice of implant when they use the surgical robot.
0: What are executives saying?
1: Well, Think Surgical's president and CEO, Stuart Simpson, said the company was delighted to welcome Max Orthopedics to the T-Mini platform and said that B1's commitment to improving the experience of both patients and surgeons through innovative technologies aligns well with the company's value proposition. So seemingly excited about both companies and collaborations there.
0: And now let's get into some of the cardiology news that we have.
1: Yeah, pulse field ablation doesn't seem to be going away. Pulse Biosciences reported positive 60-day evaluations for its AFib-treating PFA platform. The early signs are very positive for yet another potential player in this space.
0: Tell us a little bit about that company's PFA technology. I know we talk about pulse field ablation a lot on this podcast, but it's a growing technology in medtech.
1: Yeah, well, Pulse develops a novel proprietary nanosecond PFA technology for treating AFib called CellFX, and it pairs with cardio NXT IMAP navigation and mapping technology to enable electrophysiologists to successfully visualize individual cardiac structures. When using the integrated platforms, they can then place the catheter for circumferential ablations of targeted pulmonary veins in AFib treatment.
0: What is some of the early data on this system saying
1: well, the company didn't release too many specifics. Uh, what we know is that Dr. Vivek Reddy of Mount Sinai and, and Dr. Peter Nuzel out of a hospital in Prague in the Czech Republic and colleagues were the first to perform procedures a couple months ago. And Reddy said in a news release with the announcement today of the evaluations that the initial results revealed favorable, durable pulmonary vein isolation data. And President and CEO Kevin Danny he also noted durability as a key metric along with ease of use and speed. So that's sort of the early bits and pieces we've got out of the 60-day evaluation.
0: So that's some positive news. And how optimistic are executives?
1: Well, Dan, he certainly is optimistic. He said he's extremely proud of the enthusiastic work and commitment to the excellence manifested by Team Pulse Biosciences. He said the company's goal is to advance and reshape for the betterment of all involved. The treatment of AFib with the deployment of the CellFX NSPFA 360-degree cardiac catheter company is excited to complete its clinical trial and further validate what it considers to be game-changing technology.
0: And now, what's the next news story that we have?
1: Impulse Dynamics raised $136 million for its heart failure therapy. This is obviously a, a huge amount of money, but also really interesting technology that could incorporate defibrillators down the line, which really stuck out to me.
0: What will the funding go toward?
1: The company expects the funding to accelerate its investment in global commercialization, technology, product innovation, and clinical evidence development. The company plans to use the funds to support, among other things, its Integra-D and aim higher trials for its heart failure therapy.
0: Can you explain what this technology is?
1: So the company develops the Optimizer Smart Mini System to deliver cardiac contracility modulation, or CCM, therapy to the heart. This significantly improves heart contraction to allow more oxygen-rich blood to push out through the body. One of the studies is actually looking at the combination of this proprietary CCM therapy with implantable cardioverter defibrillator therapy. So all this comes in a single device, which the company is calling the Impulse Dynamics Optimizer Integra CCM-D system. So that could be another wrinkle for this therapy that obviously implantable cardioverter defibrillators are a vital Technology as well could be a really interesting path to go down.
0: How excited are executives?
1: Jason Spees, the CEO of Impulse Dynamics, said the round of funding will accelerate its business, both commercially and with its pipeline of advanced technology innovation. He said the company continues to make commercial progress globally with more than 9,000 heart failure patients implanted with the CCM therapy company is also getting closer to what he says, significantly impacting the implantable cardioverter defibrillator market with successful enrollment in that clinical trial. He said most patients who receive a standard ICD get life-saving benefits from the defibrillator but still struggle with their heart failure symptoms. So with this combination, the patients could potentially get life-saving benefits of a defibrillator combined with heart failure symptom relief all in one device.
0: And now what's our last story?
1: An FDA panel voted in favor of the Abbott Triclip tier system for treating tricuspid regurgitation. These advisory panels can really lay the groundwork for eventual FDA approval, and all the signs around Triclip right now appear very positive right now on the back of this news. How did the
0: advisory panel vote?
1: So the circulatory system devices panel of the medical devices advisory committee for the FDA voted 13 to 1 in favor of Triclip's benefits outweighing the risks in terms of treating tricuspid regurgitation. On the question of the existence of enough data supporting safety, the panel actually voted unanimously 14 to 0. And for reasonable assurances of effectiveness, the panel voted 12 to 2 in favor.
0: Tell us about that Triclip technology.
1: So Abbott describes tricuspid regurgitation as occurring when the tricuspid valve fails to close properly, causing a leak that allows blood to flow backward into the heart. Triclip could provide a new option for those who continue to have symptoms or persistent tricuspid regurgitation despite treatment with medical therapy. So it's delivered. It's a transcatheter technology like the TAVR and some of those valves we talk about. It's delivered through a vein in the leg. And it clips together a portion of leaflets and repairs the tricuspid valve to help blood flow in the right direction without any need for open heart surgery.
0: What is the analyst's point of view on this panel vote?
1: Well, BTIG analysts say the favorable vote increased their confidence in FDA approval coming in the coming months. I should note that when Edwards received approval for its Evoke valve a couple weeks ago, analysts were already saying they expected approval, so this only bolstered their confidence. They also noted that it took between two and three months after the meeting for the last two products that were reviewed by the same panel to receive approval. And interestingly, those were renal denervation products from Recor Medical and Medtronic. Now, Recor received a favorable vote, while Medtronic didn't from that panel, but both systems received FDA approval in the end. So it's an interesting dynamic there. Obviously, Abbott's favorable vote bodes well, but it doesn't guarantee approval. But the optimism is certainly there.
0: And that was the final news story that we had for today. Thank you, Sean, for bringing us all the news and all of your insights.
1: My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast.
0: Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch,
1: K-I-R-S-H. Where can they find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooli, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y.
0: Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five, wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening.